from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Big and wild. Outdoors. Braden, Vince, Bill, and uh, Dino hanging out on this uh, blustery Saturday morning. The front is going to be pushing through, so it's going to get uh, cooler as the day goes. Not on. happy. Not happy I at understand. all. Hey, why not? Because, Bill, I need sunshine and rainbows and unicorns and crap. We, we, dude. we are not that every day. We are. We are the sunshine state. We're that for a reason. You know, there's a spooky dude outside the window in a golf cart. I think that's the uh, security for the whole, like, complex. On his phone? Yeah. Great great job there, security man. Hey, the you other, know, the other day I was working, and I saw one of them texting and driving the golf cart in circles around the <laughs> building. If we didn't have a <laughs> double, speed. if we didn't have, like, quadruple paned windows in the studio, I could, like, bang on the window. Just, like, just open the window up and yell at them. It doesn't open, you foolish mortal. It does. It has no, a lock right there. Okay, ready? Try it. Okay, ready? And... I'll laugh if it opens. Oh, it's going to open. <laughs> If you can only see them now. Hey, uh, look what's behind it. Really? Another window. Really? You That's knucklehead. stupid. Yeah, they give you a window that opens to another window that's solid. That's that so is, you can clean it. That is just dumb. <laughs> that is the have... dumbest thing I've well, ever seen. Well, it's for soundproofing, fool. Right I know, it's for, but it's still kind of dumb. I forgot that our Big and Wild sticker spit on that window for, We're, what, 11 years? Man? Twisted Limbs has been up there oh for, like, gosh, three or four. It's, oh, yeah, it's been up there a while. Uh, welcome back, everybody. And we probably still have Diego with us. But they took our net down, though. Is Diego still here? <laughs> yes! It's still here! Diego's still with his us. His hair still there. That's funny. Uh, his, his, uh, his brain, is, is one Diego? of his dreads is still there. I don't know. Air Force has got him now. Who knows what, what's going on? Go, go, Diego, go. Well, speaking of young souls out doing adventures, uh, Bill George last Saturday had a great adventure. Uh, went out and uh, on a... If you were, if you vaguely remember last Saturday, it was cold. It was extremely cold Rainy. to the point to the point to where I walked out. Vince was already downstairs after the show, and he's out hanging out, uh, leaning on the pole there, waiting on me. And I came walking out, and I was perfectly willing to stand outside and have a chat with him for about ten or fifteen minutes. And as soon as I walked out and we started talking, I was like, "So what are you going to do?" This the wind came over the pine trees. <laughs> yep. Hit my legs and hit my shirt, and I went, Yeah, bye. All right, man, it was a great show. Uh, I'll call you later. Because <laughs> I was like, I am not going to stand out here and uh, have a chit chat over absolutely nothing. And then Bill George, on the other hand, was out on the boat. You were out at. No uh, boat. No boat. Oh, no, that's right. You weren't on the boat. No. Avon Park. Avon, Avon Park, Park bombing range. I have. I think I've been doing it about five years now. Now, who are you doing this with? I I, I, I want to get down to the nitty-gritty on this deal. Each year, and 
I have to really watch and and try and get you to put your kids in for this. Each year, Avon Park bombing range, they missed it last year, but due to the COVID initial thing, everybody was freaking out. But they have a youth gator hunt. They also do a, a wounded warrior gator hunt during the year. But Avon Park bombing range gets a certain number of alligator tags, and they can use them as they see fit under the private wetlands program. They choose to have a youth gator hunt. At one point, there was up to 12 people. This last se- this last hunt, we had five different young individuals. I want to say they're somewhere between 12 and 16 is, is about the normal age range of the, the p- kids they pick. Now, who puts this on? I saw on the post it was like uh, the Christian Sportsman's that, that, something. The Federation of Christian Sportsmen, they... They have served this uh, group of people every year. They don't actually put it on. They the Avon Park Bombing Range, the 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 outdoor recreational program puts it on. But the Federation of Christian Sportsmen go out there. They cook. They provide breakfast. They provide lunch. They provide dinner. They clean the alligators for all the kids. So they that's have, nice. The kids the kids leave with their alligator meat in Ziploc bags and their hides all turned around and ready to do whatever the kids want to do with their hides or head. So Wow. Well, I know they gave you high praise because it uh, on the post it said uh, Bill George has done what he's done in the past five years, yeah. insisting these uh, the, the youths and – you guys ended up on that day. What was the average temperature last Saturday? 48, 43? 41 at one point. I but I, that was here. That was here in Pinellas County. So what was it in Avon Park? 38, 32? It, it, was, it was cold. Well, I mean, it, was it was cold. But I will say we were blessed with the fact that the sun did come out. And in some of those areas, the alligators would get up on the banks because they could get out of the wind a little bit. There were some of the gator holes. My first hole that we went to, there was a gator. It's called Gator Hole, and there, there's almost always a gator in there. But the weeds were real thick around it, which made it hard to throw a hook. Sure. And I had the two young gentlemen, I would not say, were good at throwing a hook. At one point, I think the hook went 90 degrees from the direction <laughs> he was trying to throw. Sure. He but, saw something different than you did. That's but, all. But, yes, but. We ended up going and end up leaving there. I I got in the water and I cleaned out, oh, probably ten foot of bank. As Bill so, George will do, so that right. they could turn around and get the hook out of the water and keep casting. But we we went on from there. The second place we went to, you knew it was going to be good when we got there because there was places on the bank that were just mashed down with all the weeds, bare dirt in places. That alligator lived. Right here all the time. Dude, you got to make it sound more uh, medieval. You have to say, we knew it was going to be great. The bones of the fallen have been laid well, out well, across there. You're so dramatic. Dude. No, no, no. That's, that's about where it was. We came to the dragon's lair armed and uh, ready to go. The one guy said, hey, we hunt out here during deer season, and this alligator had an eight point he had eaten the whole back end off of. Wow. And a friend of his did he get the got, rack? Had got the rack. <laughs> a friend of his had got the rack. Sure. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. So we ended up 
That's a fast alligator to we, grab an eight-pointer before he gets uh, turned around. Yes. So we turned around. We ended up hooking that alligator, fight, fought him to the bank. The kids do, were doing an excellent job. When you, I had two kids. It's always tough when you have more than one because alligator hunting is not a team sport. It, it, it's not individual. It, it, it is a team sport. Uh, so the, the thing that I had to do is who gets the first alligator versus who gets the second alligator? Because as soon as something's a big alligator, everybody wants the big alligator. You got to do the coin flip, bro. No, no. The deal was whichever kid hooked the alligator first, that was whose alligator it was going to be, regardless of what pond we went to. And so the one young gentleman hooked the alligator. We ended up fighting him and, and getting him up there turned out that alligator was 11 feet one inches and i turned wow. around we couldn't you're at the side of a a culvert and little pondy area it's not which one caught that one i see the name steven and aiden do you remember which one caught i don't there? remember i, I want to say it was aiden okay was, was that one 11 foot they, one 11 foot one and they i'm deal. known to get in the water with these alligators well, this alligator was being a little bit of a trouble because he did eleven foot. He can get his head way out away from the, the gentleman. Obviously, he's fast enough to get out of the water and grab an eight point. Yes. So uh, your big butt is pretty easy target. So, 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 <laughs> so in order to get him where he was in a better position for for bang sticking that alligator. I get down, I grab this alligator's tail, and I start to try and pull him back up the bank, <laughs> which is easy when they're in the water, but as soon as his hind legs hit hit dug shallow in. and yeah. dug Done. in, yeah, it, it it was a little trouble, and so we ended up getting them pulled up. The young man bang sticked them. So you bang stick them while they're on land or underwater? No, no, he was he was in the the head was in the water. Right, the whole tail was up out of the water. Oh, okay. But to get to get them close enough for him to hit it in the right place, we had that's what we had to do. So it was so. man versus monster. Dragging him out of the water <laughs> with, a, with, a, with a kid doing the dispatching. That yeah. is beautiful. Yeah, that's so, awesome. So, so that, now that, that now so you now you got an eleven foot one under your belt, and and all I could do is a pray relief because it, I, when I left that camp that morning with those kids, I was thinking, man, if there's a six foot alligator today, he's dead. He, he's a dead man. <laughs> we're we're not being super choosy on a day like today. But we ended up with that one. The very next place we went to, there was another good alligator. And I, as soon as we got some rods into him, I knew he was better than what we had. And uh, it took us a long time just to get him to the bank to let the young man harpoon. And let me tell you, I think I, I died a hundred times as he <laughs> turned around and missed the alligator completely uh, with the harpoon. Well, well, well I want to hear more about this one. How he could miss that alligator. Yeah, but why did you make him harpoon that one when the first one he did? Okay, we're going to talk about this when we come back from break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Hang on. It gets...
Speaking of Irish fries and gravy. Great song. Great one from YouTube. Uh, Bring Gun. Vince Noble, right there. Okay. Right there. Right here. And uh, Bill George over there. What are you doing? I'm waiting. Okay. And then, of course, Dino's over there in his. Can you put enough peas all over yourself? You got a pea on your head, a pea on your shirt. You got peas on your shoes? Why are you talking about? Oh, his. I'm like, why? What? what are you talking about, man? What is that? What is that like, for? Penn like State, Pins. Pennsylvania? What is that? If what it's is not that? Pittsburgh Pirates. Pirates? Oh, is it, that yeah, what? That's a winning team. It, it, yeah, <laughs> winning team. We're winning the World Series. Are they still around? I thought they moved <laughs> to Canada. Uh, so uh, before the break, we were talking a little bit about Bill George's little uh, Gator adventure last uh, weekend, last Saturday. Let's reset the scene. Bill George. Wait. Lots it was a of people. Cold, brisky. Get, get, come on, come on, come on. I'm getting to the coldy part. I was going to get more, more meaty. Vince. Cold, brist, uh, you know, with uh, young years. I, I'm guessing looking at the pictures of these young men, Stephen and Aiden, I'm saying what? 7 to 11. 10 to 13, so in that bracket there, maybe? No, no, they're, they're like 13 years old. Are they? 13? Yeah. It's hard to judge children anymore when your 14-year-old is 6 foot 2. It's just really hard. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. And then they're sitting on an 11-foot alligator, too. Look at kids now, they like come into G, and I'm like, So, what are you like, uh, 10 years old? And they're like, No, I'm uh, I'm 14. I'm like, Oh, oh, okay, sorry. Well, anyway, uh, so last weekend out to Avon Park bombing range, no boat, strictly driving and uh, pond fishing for alligators. I know it sounds something uh, Easy to do, but it's not. And uh, so we got one alligator already down. It's 11 foot, one inch. And uh, it was brought ashore, bang sticked. And now we're on to number two. Yeah. So the so second one, uh, you arrive at the pond. You know it's a good one because of the beaten down, trodden uh, vegetation yeah. around said hole. And so now this one, did you have to go in and try to do a hook? Because you mentioned before we, the break we, that you harpooned or we, tried we, to. We did do the hook on the first one. And on this one, we also initially hooked it with the fishing pole, dragging the hook on the bottom of the pond to get to where we could throw the hook. Though, what we, gave you an indication that he was where you were throwing the hook? Was there a bubble trail or did you see no, him slide off no, the bank? No, we just we blind cast. And really? somebody else had seen him and saw him jump in the water so we we knew there was an alligator in that pond you knew he was hanging on the bottom somewhere so we turned around to get to where we could cast these are little cattle ponds out in the middle of a bombing range how far apart i mean how what are you talking 60 feet across uh, Uh, 100 yards no no this one here was probably about 60 to 80 feet in diameter kind of like Pond, so it's so like a flag pond out in the middle of a nowhere. Yeah, but it's deep. It, it, it was dug. Yeah, it right. was dug for the cattle. But uh, palmettos almost all the way around it. On the far bank, there's probably 15 yards or so of free open bank with no trees and palmettos. Right. On the side that we could get the car to, there was a little path about 10 foot wide with a big oak tree on top of it so you couldn't cast from there so to cast we had to go through this palmetto (laughs) through a little creek we had everybody was up to about (laughs) their knees in water trying to get around to where we could cast this is part of the adventure though going through palmettos that are over your shoulder high okay to get there it makes you wonder how that alligator ended up in that how he finds that water i have no clue it's it's amazing but 
we ended up getting the alligator hooked very very thick you know had three rods on them and couldn't bring them in had to really work to tire them down a little bit but we turned around finally got to the point where his tail was there and that young man was trying to harpoon that tail and it <laughs> tail was sitting still it wasn't like the tail was flailing all over the place so he had a perfect target and, and i was that tail vince he only had to go from me to about your shoulder oh, come that on, is man. facing me okay not the far shoulder that's as far as he was and that kid was so so we're talking up. about eight feet six eight feet at most four feet away <laughs> <laughs> okay and that kid was so hyped up oh i'm sure i mean it, you, you knew it was a big alligator he he would hit a foot to the right, a foot to the left, everywhere but where <laughs> everywhere. He <laughs> but when he finally got that alligator stuck, then we we I'm like I'm not too sure how good you hit him. Let's put another one in, and his second one he really buried. But uh, at least he didn't hit the head and bounce it off. No, no, that well, the worse. head was nowhere near us. So nowhere why, near us. Why were you Why were you trying to put a harpoon in him when you already had a hook in him? Because you just couldn't get him up high oh, yeah, enough that, to bang that hook, stick he him. He could break everything we had in a heartbeat if he really wanted to. But that, I mean, did you did not like the other previous one? You just get, couldn't get him out of the water far enough to to hit him with the bang stick. No, well, we want you always want to put a good solid line attached to him just in case you don't want. A mishit with a bang stick. Right. You're dealing with somebody like there. He could. He he had a hard time hitting that alligator. You wanted to give him the best opportunity for a clean kill on that alligator. So he finally got one. Finally so got one. So he got the it? harpoons in him. So where did he I, hit it? Where did he hit it with the harpoon? Oh, the only thing that we could get to, which is the the where the scoots come to a V on the tail before it goes flat. You know, <laughs> upright. One so, of the worst places to get it in there because he's got all four legs to power away yeah, with but we got a harpoon <laughs> right. in there so then i got my big humongous 20 out hook threw out there got his head brought his head around ah, to good. make it easy for him to bang See, stick this is why he's here. the king man did Seriously. you jump on the back you didn't do a steve Irwin and no, like no. watch this mike no, and then no. give me that shit and then and like jump take, on it take cover his electric, eyes electrical tape jump you, on his back yeah, yeah. you well. are trying to show the kids the proper way of doing things <laughs> safely so so jumping on the back is so, not really not in the on so the list here he bang sticks and we turn around tape him up he finishes it by cutting the spine and and pithing him and we we're all done now we have this humongous alligator on the side of the pond and we know what we had to walk through to get him it's like you do not want to turn around and have to drag this alligator through all that to get him back out so i'm looking and they're like how are we going to get them back? And I said, watch this. I took my hook, and I said to everybody on the other side of the pond that was observing, I said, y'all stand off. I'm going to cast my hook over there. Cast the hook. Then I tied the ropes, the heavy ropes. I had a whole bunch with me, tied the heavy ropes. They drug the heavy rope across, and they just pulled that alligator right across that right pond. Right across the pond? <laughs> That's actually really slick, Bill. That was a nice little Viking funeral you gave to him without the flame. That's and pretty I'm cool. Like, I'm like, yeah, baby. Yeah, That's how you get it done. That's Screw how that you there. get it done. And they looked at me, and that was probably, of all the things I managed to do that day, they probably looked at me with that and said, man, that, that was a good idea. Yeah, but you know what? You instilled that into these young people and these other people who might not have done this in the next year. Look, we can now they know this is a technique that we are putting in our file cabinet, and we are not going to forget yeah. it. 
because it's, it's smart. It can be used on other things as well. I mean, uh, that's a great idea. So, how big was the second alligator once you got him on the other side? Eleven feet, ten inches. Yeah, that's so a that, lot of that was a that was a toad. He was. He was a toad. It's impressive that you got gators that size on that a day late that cold. We, we actually, all together, I ended up going back, sitting and relaxing with everybody at camp all the rest of the afternoon. But then in the evening time, they, they one kid hadn't gotten their alligator yet, so I went back out to help, and we got a 9-foot-4 on that one. That's but not that bad day, either. we had two 9-foot-4s, a 10-foot, and those two 11-foot alligators, all good, solid alligators. You know what's really bad, though? You you pulled out the two over 11-footers, so every year, if you got a repeat or somebody or these kids go in and go, dude, you got to go do it next year, but make sure you ask for Bill George. Hey, (laughs) listen. Go with Bill George. They all know. I have the people that are there helping out. Some of the people, they all want to go watch me work because I've been known one of the previous years, I'm waiting in the water with the alligator going around me, and I'm just trying not to get hooked as the alligator swim. <laughs> Does he have a death wish? <laughs> and then you another know what? year, another year, one went into a cave and went up underneath the bank in a cave, so I'm wading in, and I'm taking a, uh, my harpoon pole, and I'm poking the alligator in the cave until right. he comes back out. You know, now that you're part of the show, I guess we ought to let you in on the oh, secret. Oh, yes. No, we got to let you in on the secret. What's that? That I, Slick, um, uh, Shriner, and a few other people, we all have life insurance policies on Bill George. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. So when he's gone yeah, in a year in. or so, then uh, you know, we're all going to be millionaires. Yeah, it's all be good. You laugh I'm taking the Vegas that. odds on this one, too. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh about that, but... Uh, Somebody keeps up in mind as I do crazier and crazier <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I wonder what she's going to do with all that money. All right, we're Not gonna, work. We're going to take yeah, a break. Right. It is the Big and Wild Outdoor. Congratulations. I mean, well, seriously. It was a great day. It was a very blessed day and a very good time. That's a heck of a feat. I think these are the last two alligators that have been killed in the state of Florida for the whole season. You're probably right. I mean, there's not going to be any more unless it's done by a trap. But we need to get Diddy out there. All right. I, I want yeah. her out there. You're not throwing my daughter out there in that crowd. Oh, yes. Oh, no, you're not. Yes. It is, she's not going without a 50. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. We'll, tell, we'll bring we'll, that let's up. Bring it up. Yeah, 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 you know what? what? I will in let's your face. All right, welcome back. It is the big one. <laughs> Fast cast for today. Crappy. As your mother would say, take a jacket with you. Because it's going to be, it's a little windy out there right now. And uh, it's just going to get a little bit nastier throughout the day. Temperatures are going to be falling throughout the day. And Bill George, I think we settled on somewhere around the uh, mid-60s, somewhere around there for the uh, rest of the day. Tomorrow is going to be kind of rainy and nasty, too, so you're screwed tomorrow as well. Thanks. I, I know you were going to do some filming today, but Thanks. you're just going to have to wait. No, I just have to go have lunch. You're going to have to call in sick on Monday or Tuesday and then go out <laughs> on a beautiful day <laughs> and do it that way. There you go. I really don't think it's going to be that bad out there. Well, I, just, I don't, I don't care if it's is. cold. I just need the sun. I need the sun to come out. 
We're talking about two different things, Bill George. On the radio, we can go broadcast from anywhere. We're talking about production yeah, for man. television oh, quality. HD, my man. You maybe, know, it's maybe like he'll a, look better if he don't have direct sunlight. What? But you need to be bright. It can't be gloomy and doomy when you're trying to talk about living the water life. Uh, there's never been a director in the entire uh, world that's ever filmed a movie that said, well, I don't have enough light. I mean, there's just too much light for the most part. Unless it was a dark room. I mean, they walk around with those dang reflectors. He yeah. has those dang reflectors. Well, that's to get this, get rid of some of the shadows off of his face, you know. <laughs> more lighting. I need more light. You know, look, look. I got to look pretty, man. You, get, you do. You, <laughs> Happening today, if you want to go find something adventurous and uh, have something to do with the family and go out and maybe spend a little time out in the country, head out to Webster, Webster, Florida, and go out to the True Heart Ranch. It is the fourth annual Florida Wild Turkey Extravaganza hanging out and doing stuff today. Everybody that's anybody, at least in the state, call maker wise or anything else like that, and uh, some TV hosts and, and things with their turkey shows and all that stuff are all going to be there. And if you want to go, I say go because it's going to be a good time had by all. And this you can pick up some really good stuff can, out there. Can either one of you do the turkey call without the read? Without the read? Yeah. What do you mean? Like a without turkey. The mouth call? Yeah. I mean, you can fake it. I mean, anybody can just kind of go, you know, I mean, it's not going to sound very good or anything. Uh, Glenn, the higher the better. Glenn could do it. Glenn was good at it. I know that. Well, Glenn can do it, and he can do the gobble really well as well. I but, can't use a call well. But I will tell you, if you go to that event, and there's still plenty of time. It's, I've left here before, after the show, gone all the way up there. Great event. If you want a turkey call, I don't care what kind of turkey call you want. You want a box call? They got box calls. Scratch box, pot calls. Every kind you can think calls, of. Whatever you want. Yeah, snuff they cans. I mean, everything. They got all of them. And you can have something. They have calls. I'm not a great caller. I don't like some of this, this you know, some of the crystal, this and that. Right. I like a slate call when they actually had some other materials last year that were as easy as a slate for me to use to call. I, and I slate can, glass aluminum. I just all. find it amazing watching with the little boxes. And <laughs> so, that's the worst turkey ever. I don't do yeah. turkey calls. Yeah. I feel like you're eating uh, spaghettios. Kale. <laughs> I'm eating kale. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't. I, I really hope that you'll uh, appreciate the things that we try to do because I, I know that uh, there's a lot of adventures that go on every year that are big, giant events that happen all around us, you know, like Kingfish uh, tournaments and uh, the St. Pete Open and the St. Pete Dive Club, and then you got uh, big tournaments that happen over here as well as inland. But I don't think that it, – it's sad to know one of the reasons why we started the show is to put these things out there and – keep you abreast of things that you may have never heard of that you don't know that are going on that you would say that you want to go as the turkey extravaganza happening today. Well, and and uh, we have the squirrel event happening next weekend that's happening up in Brooksville. There's so much. And it's, it's true. You guys bring so much to light about. And, but uh, but uh, we get inundated with a lot of ones. And I know that uh, they always send them early. You know, the the good people, the good folks that try to get these events going on, always try to get stuff in early and start talking about it early so it spreads like wildfire, water cooler chat at work or any of this other stuff. A couple of them that you really want to go to, and Vince is probably going to be out there filming something on this one, but the one that's going to be a good one that's happened that you didn't even know existed, this is the 11th annual 
Madeira Beach Marina Grunt Hunt that I happens in that March. Hunt. That is so awesome. Grunt Hunt. Yeah, see? Bill yeah, George man. right there. It's been going on for 11 years, and I was shocked how many people don't know that this has been going and, and on. And you want to talk like, about a fun day? That's a fun day on the water. And the reason why it's a fun day is because not only is it a fishing tournament and the weigh-in, but they have a big, huge fish fry, and they cook a lot of stuff there, and there's They food. cook all the grunts. You bring your grunts, yes. and they cook them up. So you, you, you go out there. It's fresh-caught fish. Uh, you can get French fries and slaw. It's like twelve bucks a plate, and you can win three thousand dollars in prizes. The, the I mean, year, the year Captain Jim Pollard from uh, Big Daddy Sport Fishing, me and him went out there and we did the tournament. I think we came in third place. Yeah, I'm the, third place with the biggest grunts. <laughs> like, come on, man. But now this year, I, did they have it last year? They did the hogfish division that you can. They did get do into. the hogfish, and I think they had oh, they had something else too. Well, this year they're going to bring back the hogfish division and all that kind of stuff. But this is a. You have youth, you have adult divisions, you have all these ones, and you can register uh, as as much as even today. I mean, I think the registration ends like 30, three. Yeah, 30 bucks or something. Uh, it ends 3-9-2020, uh, so next month it ends. The registration ends next month. $30. Captain's meeting registration is $40. So that means if you wait till the night of the captain's meeting, it's going to cost you $10 more. <sighs> My boat needs to hurry up. If you add a hogfish division in there, that's another extra twenty-five bucks, and so for you know thirty, fifty-five dollars, you get to go in there and have the possibility to win. Uh, Erica, if you're listening, we need to go do this. It's a fun one. <laughs> it's, it's a great day. It's a saltwater version of what we do at the uh, panfish at the panfish challenge. It really is, and if you enjoy the panfish challenge or you've never grunt hunted and gone out there. Do pinfish count? Is are pinfish in the grunt category, or do you have to be the same? They have to be the the, the bigger, grunts. Yeah. Here and here's the problem too. The day you don't want to catch grunts, you catch them all day long. Oh yeah. The day you want to catch grunts, whoa, whoa, you're pulling whoa, up everything but catch a grunt. grunt. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh great, I got a grouper. It's like deer hunting. I, I need a grunt. <laughs> deer hunting, you see nothing but turkeys. Your turkey hunting, you see nothing but deer. I understand. It's, it's frustrating as all get out. It's just the way it goes. But if you want more information on it, you. Uh, can get in touch. Just go Google it. You can do whatever. 11th Annual Great American Grunt Hunt uh, is what it is. G-R-U-N-T. And uh, it's going to be happening out at the Madeira Beach. Uh, what is that? The Municipal Marina? Is that what they call it? I think right Minnesota. over the bridge on Tom Stewart. Yeah. On yeah. the left-hand side. Yeah. The old Lever Rocks area. Yeah. That's over there. Yeah. So, And it's it's put on by the city of Madeira Beach and uh, a lot of other people and stuff. It's a way to get out there, go spend a great day out there uh, having some great food and fishing for some pretty easy fish. You can go out there with four dozen shrimp and skate it along out there on that sandy bottom out there, and it's you're going to catch them. Oh, you're yeah. going to catch something. You may go through 20 lizard fish. But <laughs> sooner or later, you're going to get a couple of decent grunts, and or maybe you, even a good hogfish. If so. you haven't eaten any grunt, they uh, make the best. Dude, I love them. The best tacos. I, I'm a big proponent of the pinfish. I, I I always call it the brim of the sea because uh, to me, they're just nothing but big saltwater brim. They're delicious. They are. That's good meat. It's I love nice white flaky meat. I you know I. I'd hate to bring Gino on the sh- uh, show again, but there's many, 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 many nights where bait ended up being put into the cookers, <laughs> where there'd be pinfish, where there'd be shrimp, where there'd I be leftover home, blue crabs. I, I brought mean, home shrimp and made shrimp scampi. Oh, yeah. Easily. Easy peasy. 
But th- that one there is coming up uh, in a couple of months, so make sure you register and keep an eye on that one. The second one that's going to be coming up uh, is uh, also is going to be out of one of our favorite places. Is going to be out at the Harbor Master Tiki Grill out there at uh, Bay Pines Marina, and that's going to be the uh, the big uh, spring dogfish twenty five that they do every single year out there. That's a that's a good one. It's a kingfish tournament that they put on there, and everything is done out outside of the uh, the tiki bar there, and it's a good one. And if you are a kingfisherman who like to go out, drag some spoons, do whatever you want to, all that other kind of stuff like that. Then you can uh, go out there and catch some big, uh, some big. That's where we're going to be filming uh, "Living the Water Life Weekly." Are you going out there? Yeah, we're going to Harbor Master on Tuesday. Yeah, really? I talked to Dave the other day. He was down south again. Yeah. Boy, he's never here. Well, when you have an island in Bimini, why are you hanging out he here? He is never Seriously. here. He's like, I'm in the Bahamas right now. I'm like, Dave, <laughs> you're never here, buddy. <laughs> I got, uh, I got things to do on the island, bro. He's like, I gotta get out there. I got that guy. I, got I told I him the next time I want to go. I want to go down there with Dave. That would be like a rum fest. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that one. And then one that's going to be one of the newest ones, and uh, it's going to be one of probably one of the most favorite ones around. Uh, I think that uh, I, I want to make sure that it hasn't gone on yet. But no, it's happening on the twelfth, twelfth of February. Our good friend Jomon McNeil. You know, and all the great work he does oh, with yeah. youth. And, uh, of course, he's a fishing fool. I mean, the guy fishes, hunts, does all that kind of stuff. He's doing one. It's the second annual Sheep's Head Tournament that he's going to be doing. And it's it's really youth-driven on this one as well. And I think that on the 11th is when they're going to be having the captain's meeting. And then the 12th is the weigh-in stuff. So it's two fish for maximum length. They do have a side Calcutta for random selected species 50 50 raffle they have a youth division as of now it's a thousand bucks for first place wow that's pretty good uh 500 for second and 200 for third uh top three youth get a combo fishing uh poles as well they do all that kind of stuff but uh entries 50 dollars per person or 100 dollars for a team of three and it's going to be happening uh you can go find out information on that one as well you can either do it on facebook or you can go uh, google it and do whatever that's the second annual Sheep's Head Tournament. And then when I told my son about it, he was like, do they have a spearfishing division, Dad? I could see him doing that. Well, listen. Talk to Javon. I'm sure he'll do it. Does it specify legal means of take? Hook and line only. Hook and it line does only. say that because I wrote to Jovan and said, is this going to be a hook and line only, right? He's, uh, of course, his thing was LOL. You want to go have a boat fishing category, or uh, you want to do whatever? <laughs> I said, I said, well, you know what? You should get in touch with Twisted Limbs Boat Fishing and see yeah. if they want to get a part of it. And he, uh, they may do a side tournament on that deal. I maybe for next year. Talk about Twisted Limbs. Did you see uh, Captain Travis's new whip? Oh, his new truck. Woo. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty nice. Good for him. He finally got rid of that. But I didn't mean thing. to. I didn't mean to start a firestorm on social media when i asked him that question because immediately people were like how about including a spear fishing thing my kids love spear fishing uh, right. they love to go spear fish uh sheep's head they, and then of course it's hey how about doing a spear fishing and bow spear tournament and I, so it's like let's do a combination all three uh, which i'm just saying maybe means we necessary. could take that spear put some hooks on it with a rubber band he needs to just miss the fish by the gap of the hook and then just get him booked. And then it be attached to a little fishing pole underneath. Only beer, only Bill. 
Would that be considered snatch hooking? I don't know. Well, it doesn't. It says hook and line. It doesn't say how you must deploy. There is the a line. I mean, that, he's got a, he's got a valid point. There's a ton of stuff to do, <laughs> and we're going to try to keep you abreast of it as it goes along. When we come back, we'll give you more information on the Brooksville squir- uh, squirrel dealio going on up in Brooksville next weekend because that's going to be a fun time. I guarantee you. All right, we're going to take a break. It is a bigger wild outdoors. Brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be right back. Uh, we got a few minutes before uh, the end of the hour, and then hour number three is going to be rolling on down the road, and we'll be here for that as well. Uh, before the break, we were talking about some of the great events happening, and uh, one of the big ones that uh, Toby's involved in, Bill George showed up last year and said it was just uh, Pandora. It was crazy. It was crazy. Nutty. Crazy it, number of people. It was uh, well, not just the people amount of people that enter, but kids, uh, everybody who came to watch and support each other and all their other friends and stuff. But <laughs> uh, uh, the the uh, it's the second annual Brooksville uh, annual squirrel hunt competition that's going to be happening up in Brooksville, and um, it's going to be a good time had by all. Everybody is invited. They really would like you to have. Uh, Father, son, team, mother, daughter, mother, son, father, daughter, teams, you know, where Grandpa, you have uncle, grandson, grandpa, uncle. yeah, anybody, and just, you know, and involve the kids. I mean, uh, everything. Um, Carlos these, is my kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even touching that. You don't, you, don't, you don't have to bring a child, but it would be, it would be nice to be able to do it because in reality, they seem to get the most out of it and the most enjoyment. Of As course. an adult showing up there, you know, to win the money is uh, a different motivation uh, than when you're a kid. You know, it's, it's when, totally different. And you see the kid's face when they when they actually do win and they are up there. It, it, it's like some pride. It's like no, uh, it's it's funny the way those kids up there carry themselves compared to a city kid. Night and day. Just just their stance and posture. And, I mean, they're they're. They're living the world out. Well, there. when you got a kid that's twelve years old going, "Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir." Yeah. You're like, what? What? What did yeah. you say? And, and they play outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, this one here is—it's the uh, annual hunt that's being held. It's on uh, uh, the third Saturday in February, which is next weekend, by the way, uh, February nineteenth. Uh, registration started a month ago, but there's a lot of great things. It's 20 bucks per team if you go out there. Hunting begins on legal light on the date of the event. That is the day of. So uh, it has to be checked in by 4 p.m. that afternoon. Um, you don't have to be within the area. I mean, if you lived in Lakeland and you shot uh, five big squirrels, you can bring them in there as long as they are not they have soaking. to be legally harvested. Legally harvested. I have four at the house. They cannot. Bart, they Bart can, won't let me get them though. They cannot be uh, soaking wet. You know, you can't uh, have them. I mean, you can if you have them on ice and they're a little uh, moist. Okay, that's a no big deal. But they cannot be soaking wet. 
where you could add because I mean people are gonna win this thing by ounces. Put a, put them in a bag, seal the bag, and then throw it on ice. And by the way, Skippy, it's not next Saturday; it's two Saturdays. Two away. Saturdays away, is it? Oh yeah, the eighteenth. Yeah. yeah, so it's two Saturdays oh, away. Oh, it's not next week. No, it's no, two Saturdays away. No, no, it's and not. I'm, and I'm unfortunately not gonna be here. What? 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 I'll be in Fort Lauderdale filming. Whoa, 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 whoa. What is it, the uh, Beach Bash thing going on over there? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> Saturday, February 19th. It uh, starts at 6 a.m. Uh, legal Light is what they're saying and goes until 4 p.m. is when you have to have it in so that you can uh, get it weighed in and all that kind of stuff like that. And uh, I, they're doing it at the Cowboy Church. Is that what it's called? The Cowboy, Cowboy Church? Church? Yes. Cowboy Church up there in uh, Brooksville, which is located at, uh, let me see here, up on Broad Street up in uh, 12077. Yeah. It's, it's just a spit north of Brooksville on 41. That's, that's not too bad. God, I have a hankering from like, for like gravy and squirrel. That would be nice. On a you, day like today, got, it would be a good I day. I got canned deer meat just waiting on you to oh. grow a pair. Just so you know, it's uh, rain or shine, no refundable if you're going to go. So rain or shine, it, this is going to take place. And like I said, uh, legal light is when it starts. Final weigh-in at 4 p.m. on the same day. Early bird weigh-ins will be starting at 10 a.m. Anyone who is not in line by 4 p.m. for weigh-in will not be weighed during this uh, competition. Uh, every registered youth will receive a raffle ticket at the weigh-in, regardless if they're successful or, or not. Uh, you bring in your top five heaviest squirrels to the table, and you will uh, not be able to weigh them at the table. You must pick the five that you feel are the heaviest, and those five will get heavy uh, weighed together for your cumulative final weight. And the way the payout's going to work is first place gets 50%, second place gets 30 third place gets 20 if you are unable to successfully take five squirrels, you can enter anywhere from one to five squirrels in the weigh-in. Not that it's going to be that much, but if you do it, whatever you do. There's a $5 per squirrel entry side pot for the heaviest squirrel if you want to do that as well. And um, it's all going to be happening in one day. One day. It's going to be an awesome day. Uh, yes. It, I, I, I wasn't there last year, but Bill was there and uh, Toby was there. And both of them just came back and said, well, it was just crazy how many people this, were there it it is and this year they already have i think 81 teams yeah over 80 teams so a, far and so at 81 teams let's just say they had 81 that winning group takes home 810 dollars i can't i would imagine they're going to get to 100 teams it'd be easy to do that and i this is not like a bass tournament this is not where you are the more people you have in there the worse your chances are going to be, like, because, you know, you're stuck on one lake fishing against those guys. Oh, look, there's Bill over there. Oh, he's hooked another one. Oh, he's got another. Oh, Vince has got one right. on the line. You know, this way you can go to your secret spot. You can go to anywhere you want to. You can go to Green Swamp. You can go to Cypress Man, you know, Citrus Management Area. You can go down south to your favorite uh, bunch of woods in Manatee County. You can go wherever you want to go where it's legal to shoot squirrels. And bring in your five heaviest up there. That's all you have to do. You're not all confined to one area where you have a uh, hundred teams in uh, in citrus competing against each other. You know what I mean? This you can go anywhere. Your grandma's backyard. You can, wherever you got to go. 
I, I got I got a buddy of mine that that works. Uh, Ray, he's every every year he's doing the same thing. Well, I got the apocalypse I, food, and, and Bart won't let me take him. Uh, no, he, he keeps uh, yelling at me. Don't well, touch my food. You get the seagulls, he gets the squirrels. Listen, okay. he will not be awake before noon on Saturday. That's that true. You, oh, great <laughs> idea, Bill. That is true. You still get that? He'll say, he'll say I wonder where their squirrels went to. <laughs> they must be hibernating. And Bart, Vince they, will sit there and say, oh, man, I got another grand to put into that boat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Bart, how bad do you want to go fishing, bro? Yeah, exactly. The squirrels, uh, I'll leave two. All it takes is two. We'll have another ten dozen in no time. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Ray always every year, he's they get up on his roof. They get in the attic. They do all that stuff. And so he gets out there with his little... Uh, you know, 177 and pops a couple of them a year. And I'm like, what do you do with those things? He goes, I just, I just feed them to the cats. You know, I don't, I'm like, dude, why don't you put them in the freezer? Yeah, give me a call. <laughs> and he goes, you want to come out and kill those damn thing? Come on out. Kill as many of them as you want. Blah, 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 blah. You and know, you haven't gone yet. And that's what I'm saying. If you got a secret spot or that neighbor who's got the problems, you could be a solution. You could go out there and go, you know, Mrs. Jenkins. I could help you out with your squirrel problem over no. there off your bird feeder. No. <laughs> if it's legal. Vince, Vince will sit there and say, I'm offering for a small fee some squirrel protection. $5 squirrel protection. I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'm offering you. <laughs> Well, I, I the opportunity. I, I, I just you know just make sure that wherever it is you're going to get your squirrels that it's legal to be able to go out and do it. That's all I'm going to say, because as we've learned in the past, it does not pay to uh, break the rules of the FWC for the most part. Not no. worth it. And I, I wanted to give you this example. Did you the story this came out this past week was that guy in South Dakota? Two things bother me about this story. One. The man was fined, which you'll never see here in the state of Florida unless it's like flying squirrels being shipped over to Japan. Fined $13,300 for poaching 14 deer. And the reason why he was poaching them is because they were eating his pine trees. I, I do not know of, of deer eating pine. Do you Do you know of deer eating well, pine? I, you're in what state? This is in South Dakota. At a certain point, there's nothing left in South Dakota for a deer to eat. They're going to eat a pine tree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, this is this is in an area where I've been. Uh, he's up in Spearfish, is which he a is Christmas tree farmer. Not, I don't think so. But there are other trees out there. Oh, it makes Spearfish pine, pine nuts, I guess. Right? No. Maybe those are in pine no. cones. Whatever, man. It's not a good. That deer, <laughs> that deer, at a certain point, is just trying to get that void out of its belly. I guess so. But uh, he admitted to uh, poaching dozens of deer, and the sad part is, is they only know that he, about the fourteen that he's that are confirmed that he killed, but people around him say that he's killed well over a hundred deer. In this past uh, season or so, without a license or without a permit of any kind. 71 years old. Do you think he cares anymore? Seriously? No. You know, do, do your worst. 71, what are you going to do? Put me in prison for 25 <laughs> years? Here, no, here Mr. Jenkins. just called up and said, hey, I need a deprivation permit. Please give me a permit. Here. Kill all the deer you want. The sad part about that is, is that probably would be one of the things that all he had to do. Now they yeah. get the dime for that, and then once he puts it on the radar and says, "Well, they, somebody needs to do something about them," 
Get, is is now, it legal to hunt these things around here? Maybe knock the numbers down, do whatever we got to do. What was he doing with that many deer? I guess just letting them lie. Well, if he was just letting them lie, I think you'd be able to count uh, between 14 and 100 carcasses. Well, not now. They're That's all covered under like 9,000 feet of snow. But this guy uh, pleaded guilty to seven of those counts during the during the sentencing. He was fined a total of $13,324.50 court costs and near uh, and court costs of nearly $700. He got 15 days in jail, lost all of his hunting privileges for a year, and the other seven counts were dismissed as part of a plea deal with the uh, according to the Black Hills uh, news agency or something up there. But they received an anonymous call last spring about suspicious activity going on on his <laughs> so property. So it took him this long? <laughs> including an unusual amount of shots uh, outside of the hunting season. Wounded deer, dead deer were on the property. He owns 120 acres west of Spearfish. And according to uh, satellite imagery, show at least five evergreen, evergreen shelter belts growing alongside the buildings on his property. And those are the trees that he was trying to defend, I guess. Well, when we come back on the third break or the third hour, I want to go stay out west, and I want to talk about the horse roundup out in Nevada. Oh, get me started on oh, that one. I, it blew me away. If you're a horse lover, change the channel now. Yeah. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be back. <laughs> 